in the fourth service. Remember that the prophetic focus for this month is breakthrough is my heritage in Christ. And it's taken from Matthew chapter 5 verse 14. And our teaching series as flagged up by God's servant is unveiling the breakthrough power of love. And I'm taking part 4D. Unveiling the breakthrough power of love. I'm taking part 4D. God's servants amazingly from the beginning of this Sunday have been un unveiling to us heavy words from God's word and my only counsel to you is don't go home without placing a demand for the CD of the first service the second service and the third service this one will just be the icing on the cream by the grace of God praise the Lord so what is love? Like God's servant, the Ashwish pastor said in the first service, you can, except you define a term, you cannot find it. Until there is a definition, God's servant, the the pastor told us in the third service, until there is a definition, there can be no destination. So what is love in this context? Love in the kingdom can be defined as number one. Loving whatever God loves. If you don't love what I love, you cannot be said to love me. Like God's servant said in the third service, if you have a friend that loves my you, and you still want that friendship to continue, you better love my you also. Imagine a husband and a wife that are in two different clubs. And God forbid that the club of the husband is one that's losing. And the wife is jubilating and shouting up gunners. And the husband is in Chelsea and they are losing. Uh, that is a recipe for trouble. So even if you are not too keen on Chelsea... For the sake of peace, what do you do? Love them. Praise the Lord. So love whatever God loves. That's a proof that you love him. John chapter 3 verse 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Peter was tested because God will test your love for him. The devil tempts, but God tests. And one thing that God will test every day is your love for him. Peter's love was tested. And God, Jesus, asked him in John chapter 21 from verse 15 to 17. Interestingly, it was after they had eaten. Maybe Peter ate more of the bread and the fish. And Jesus asked, Lovest thou me more than this? And Peter said, But Lord, you know me. I love you. And he told him, then feed my sheep. And he asked me again, lovest thou me more than this? Peter said, Lord, you know me. Well, at the time he asked me a second time, Peter was getting offended. He said, but Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. And Jesus said, feed my sheep. People of God, the shortest proof of your love for God is that you love souls. Because there's nothing on this earth that God loves more than the souls of men. And the reason is simple. 
God is a businessman. He invested in souls. So until souls return to him, you have not pleased him. Every investor will tell you that until there's a return on investment, they're not happy. He so loved the souls in the world that the best that he had, his son, he gave it up so that the souls of the world can come back to him. The least we can do is love these souls and go after them for him and make sure they come into church. Number two, what is love? Love is a God-first lifestyle. God-first. I was teaching about two weeks ago some couple's wedding and I told them as much as I love my wife and I love my children, God forbid, God forbid that it will take the place of God. God forbid. You can knock on my door and I may decide not to open because I'm with my wife on the bed. But God cannot say stand up and pray and I don't stand up. My wife knows that if I put her before God, she's, she's dead, she's finished because God is a jealous God. If I put my children before God, they are finished. God cannot stand being second place. He said that God of all or he's not God at all. He said that the Lord of all or he's not Lord at all. First, God. That's love. Matthew chapter 22, 36 to 40. Somebody came to Jesus and asked Master which is the great com greatest com the great commandment in law Jesus said unto him thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind this is the first and great commandment and the second is like unto it thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself people of God if it's not God first then it's not love at all number three what is love it's a kingdom priority lifestyle Priority is the thing you give preeminence to. When you wake up from sleep, what is the first thing on your mind? Some people, it's Niger Bet or Naira Bet. The one they missed yesterday, how they can corner them today, that's the first thing. So your God is gamble. Some people, is the girl that they didn't answer the call yesterday. Let me see if she will pick it up today. For you, that girl has become your God. Priority of the kingdom. Matthew chapter 6 verse 33. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto thee. People of God, let's get our priority right. When I counsel couples, I tell them, your first priority must be God. Your second priority must be your family. Not your mother, not your father, not your friends. Your second priority is your, your, your wife and your children. And your second, third priority is your job. All of that can come later. But until you get your priority right, nothing else holds the future. And it has to be God and his kingdom first. But what is in love that engenders breakthrough? You know, I like the man Peter a lot. If God says loving me will give you breakthrough, you need to find out what's in it. 
That's what Peter did in Luke chapter 18, verse 28 to 30. Peter said to Jesus, Lo, we have left all and we have followed you. What's in the need for us? Luke chapter 28. And he said unto them, Very last saying to you, There's no man that has left house or parents or brethren or wife or children for the kingdom of God's sake who shall not receive manifold more in this present time and in the world to come life everlasting. So it is not out of place to ask God, What is the need for me? If I'm going to love you more than everything, what's the need for me? And God has answers. Number one, what's in love that engenders breakthrough? Number one, love steers our heart for the house of God from where giants are raised. The love of God steers our heart for the house of God from where giants are raised. Psalm 122, verse 1 to 6. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. People of God, if you have to be compelled to come to church, you are very far from breakthrough. You'll be surprised that some people were glad that we couldn't open church during lockdown. I'm telling you the truth. Some people were glad. Even when we opened, they were dragging their feet. Hoping there will be another lockdown. But let me tell you, there will be no more lockdowns. No more. That devil has been cast back to hell. Because it was Satan behind it. No more. The church of God is the breeding ground of giants. You, you have no idea how much revelation I've received from coming to church. By the grace of God, God has given me grace that I write. Many of the things I write, I capture from, the, from, from God, from God's house. One of the things I started writing, it was during the COVID lockdown when we had opportunity to come. And as God's servant, my father in this house was ministering. God whispered to me, begin to write today, I declare. It was during COVID, one of the services. I was battling with it initially. Have I not written too much? The next day when I put it, when I, I posted it, it had the highest figure of appraisals showing that it was God's time and it is the word for this hour. People of God, you don't know what you're missing when you're dodging church. Giants are raised from here. Number two, love drives us to share the good news with others. Oh, I like the way God's servant put it because I was thinking of, along that line in the third service. Nobody that loves the wife that doesn't talk about her. Nobody. So you can't tell me you love Jesus and you're not telling people about him. It's not possible. People that love their wife before they feel, there's no day you come to their, to their for counseling and before you know it, they're telling you about their wives because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth will speak. If your heart is full of Jesus, you will tell somebody about him. Romans 8 verse 35 to 38. Love drives us to share the good news with others about Jesus Christ. Number three. What does love do to engender breakthrough? Love turns believers to grand commanders of the supernatural. Acts 14 verse, Acts 14 verse 3. Acts 14 verse 3. 
Long time devil about the speaking boldly in the Lord, which gave testimony unto the word of his grace and granted signs and wonders to be done by the hands. Who were these ones? Paul and Silas. What happened? Let's go to Acts 13. Acts 13 verse 2 to 3. Acts 13. As they ministered unto the Lord and fasted, the Holy Ghost said, Separate me, Barnabas and Saul, for the work thereunto I have called them. So when they went doing what they called them to do, preaching boldly, verse 14, look at what happened. Acts, sorry, Acts chapter 14, verse 11. Acts chapter 14, verse 11. As they were preaching what he asked them to preach, and when the people saw what Paul had done, they lifted their voices, saying, In the speech of Laconia, the gods are come down to us in the likeness of man. They began to call him a god. Because he was preaching what God asked him to preach. Then number four. In this, our showers of blessing service, what do you expect when you love God? Love unleashes the blessings of God on believers. First Corinthians chapter 2 verse 9. First Corinthians chapter 2 verse 9. But as it's written, I had not seen nor ear heard, neither have entered into the hearts of men what God has prepared for them that love him. People of God, the showers of blessings are here. Oh yes, if you believe it, your amen will show. The showers are here. Because you are in the house of God, showers will reach you today in the name of Jesus. What are the things that ignite this shower? Our, number one, our obedience to the commandment of the Lord entitles us to his overflowing blessings. Deuteronomy chapter 28. Look at all the testimonies you hear on this altar and testimonies you hear from God's people. Their obedience to God's commandment causes the flow, overflowing of blessings. Deuteronomy 28 from verse 1 to 3. Bless Deuteronomy 28 verse 1 to 3. And it shall come to pass if thou shalt hearken on diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God to observe and to do all his commandments which are commanded this day that the Lord thy God will set thee on high above all nations of the earth verse 2 and all these blessings shall come on thee and overtake thee if thou shalt hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God verse 3 blessed shall thou be in the city and blessed shall thou be in the field and he begins to catalog blessings that will overflow to you when you're obedient to God up to verse 13 praise the Lord Number two, serving God and the interest of his kingdom is a requirement for flowing in the blessings of the Lord. Exodus 23, verse 25 to 26, this scripture, everyone that serves God must know it. So that when you are challenged, you can stand before God and say, bear me witness that I serve you. Exodus 23, verse 25 to 26, and you shall serve the Lord your God and he shall bless their bread and bless thy water and it will take sickness away from the midst of thee. Verse 26, there shall nothing cast their young, nor be barren, the number of the days he will fulfill. Praise the Lord. But please note that where our obedience stops is where the flow of God's blessing stops also. Now, before I show you how to position for the shower, because the showers are here already, so you need to know how to position. But before I show you where to stand for these showers to reach you, it's important to let you know who, when you need this shower? How do you know that you need the showers? Because ignorance is a deadly thing. You may not even know you, you need showers. So how do you know that you need showers of blessing? Number one, when you are more in the wilderness than out of it, ten months in the year, you can't count one month that you are not broke. My brother, you need showers. Number two, when you are sweating and scratching, when you should be so worried, 
There's not one time that you can say I was afloat. Before the end of the month, you're already borrowing money. Last year, you begged landlord. This year, you're begging him again. Then you, you need showers of blessing. Number three, when do you need showers of blessing? When you are reducing instead of increasing, you need showers. For the part of the jaws, Proverbs chapter 4, verse 18, the part of the jaws is like a shining light that shines brighter and brighter until the perfect day. So instead of going brighter and better, you are reducing, you need showers. When do you need showers? When you are living under closed heavens, you pray, no answers. You declare, no answers. Do you decree? No answers. You saw nothing comes to you as answers. Then you need showers. Number five. When do you need showers? When you are waiting in line to receive from people. When you should be the one distributing to others. My brother, my sister, you need showers. All you do is looking for who has a good car. Let me go and stand by his car to collect. And you, it never crosses your mind that somebody should be collecting from you. You need to come under the showers of blessing. And finally, how do you know you need showers? And this is crucial. When you are the only person in your family that's making it, all others are looking up to you. Even you, they are looking up to. If they know how much in your account, they will weep for you. Then you and every member of your family need showers of blessing. But how then do you position for these showers of blessing? Number one, you must be born again. The family of God is a blessed family. Until you're a member of this family, don't expect the showers of blessings from God. Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. Anyone that's in Christ is a new creature. All things have passed away. All things have become new. You need to come into the newness of the kingdom of God. There's no shortcut to it. Except you are born again. You can't experience the showers of God. Number two, how do you position for these showers? You must place a demand on the mercy of God. Oh, people of God, everything is at the mercy of God. It's not of him that run it. It's not of him that will it. It's God that shows mercy. Our call to worship, Psalm 67 verse 1. Like God's servant said in their service. God be merciful unto us and then do what? Bless us. Until you obtain the mercy, you won't see the blessing. So you place a demand, Lord, mercy. This scratching must come to an end. This close heaven must come to an end. In your mercy, in your mercy. And as you place a demand on the mercy of God, also place a demand on his goodness. If God has ever done it for anybody, he can do it for you. That's the goodness of God. Number three, where do you stand? For the showers to reach you. Stay in the atmosphere, the Holy Ghost. The Holy Spirit will be comfortable to be in. Isaiah 33, 32, sorry, Isaiah 32. Stay in the atmosphere where the Holy Spirit will be comfortable to be in. There are people that the Holy Spirit will never stay around them. Why? Because they grieve him. But let me show you something. Isaiah chapter 32 verse 15. Isaiah 32 verse 15. Until the Spirit be poured upon us from on high, and the wilderness be a fruitful field, and the fruitful field be counted for a forest. People of God, it takes the 
ability that the Holy Ghost provides. It takes the presence of the Holy Spirit for your wilderness to turn to a forest by the showers of blessings. Well, let me warn you. If you're a man given to anger, bitterness, unforgiveness, wrath, malice, you'll be surprised how many people are in this church that are not speaking to themselves. Then I have bad news for you. Holy Spirit can be there. You can't grieve him and he'll be there to help you. Ephesians chapter 4. Verse 31. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 31. Let all be... The first in verse 30, he said, Grieve not the Holy Spirit of God. And he begins to tell us what grieves him. Grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby you are sealed unto the day of redemption. Verse 31. Let all what? Bitterness. And what? And rot. And what? And anger. And clamor. And evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. Every time couples come to me to cancel them and they have issues in their marriage, I always go back to this scripture. And many times I ask them, all these things that the Holy Spirit mentioned, how many of them are in your house? I remember the first couple I shared it with, they looked at themselves and they looked at me and they said, sir, all of them are in my house. All of them. So I told them, if all of them is there, then the Holy Spirit can be there. You can't see showers of blessing if the Spirit is not there. Even God could not move until the Spirit was there. In Genesis chapter 1. There was darkness everywhere. And the Bible says, and the Spirit of God began to move. Then God began to speak. And showers of blessings began to flow. Hear me. If you are grieving the Holy Spirit, then please understand that the showers we are talking about will remain elusive forever. Say, Lord, have mercy. You know, I've said it before, let me say it again. I would rather be a fool for Christ than be a tool for Satan. I forgive everybody. I don't hold anything in my heart. If Jesus comes as I'm preaching, so I'm gone. If Jesus comes now, I'm gone to heaven. I am that confident of it. People of God, it doesn't make sense. The only helper giving to you on this earth is the Holy Ghost. If you grieve him, where will your help come from? Husbands, don't be bitter against your wives. In-laws, please don't be bitter against your daughter-in-law or your son-in-law. Please don't be. Nobody's worth going to hell for. Nobody. Nobody. Release them so that you can be rapturable. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Number what now? Number three. Number four. Number three. Okay, number four. Thank you very much. Crave and appreciate the blessings of the fathers, both your biological and spiritual father. I was the one that led my father to Christ. But every time I bless him materially, he doesn't pray too much, but he will tell me in our language, things will go well for you. And that's what I'm enjoying. I, things go well for me. I'm telling you the truth. Everything is working. Marriage working, health working, business working, children working. Everything is working. And if you don't have a spiritual father that blesses you, you're in trouble. I remember sometime last year, my first son was going for an interview, a residence permit interview. And I came to God's house with my father in the house and I told him that my son is about to go for an interview today in the country where he resides. That interview will guarantee him getting a 10-year residence permit there. 
As I knelt down for him to pray for me, the first word he said is, Father, remember the stewardship of your son and help his son. The moment I heard that, I knew my son had crossed over. My son later gave me the testimony that the white woman that was interviewing him, suddenly, in the midst of the interview, began to play with him, began to joke with him, and suddenly said, your residence permit will be ready in three days. The lawyer that, I'm not joking, it's true. <laughs> the lawyer that went with him said, in all my years practicing law in this country, it has never happened. Because I collected the blessing of a father. He prayed over me, said, Lord, let the stewardship of your son speak for his son in that country. Oh, people of God, this thing works. So for you not to have anybody pouring blessing on you or somebody is blessing you from this altar and you are gisting and talking nonsense, you have a problem. For the blessing of the fathers, Genesis chapter 49 verse 22 to 26, the blessing of the father had made me greater than my progenitors. The blessing of the fathers. You must have a father pouring out blessing on you. Number five. Be in church for the showers to reach you. There are selected places where the showers of God get to. One of them is the church of God. Be in church. Don't look for excuse to be out of church. Ezekiel 34 verse 26. Ezekiel 34 verse 26. And I will make them and the places round about my hill what? A blessing. But where, where will he make? A blessing. heal the house of God. Even as I'm talking so showers are going on. Showers are going on. Now, one shower that you can be sure to receive. Did you notice how many multiple beds came out for the education today? So hear me. Anybody desiring the fruit of the womb, receive your showers of children in the name of Jesus. And by the way, just in case you didn't want to have twins, it's too late. Like God told his servant, even if you don't want to be rich, it's too late. Now, because we dedicated twins today, if you didn't want to have twins before, it's too late. You have come to the wrong service. So receive your twins in Jesus' name. You saw the, the couple that came here. Ten years and showers of four children. I like that. I'm very balanced. Two boys, two girls. That tells you what God has in mind for you. And because we're in the first service, and you're, I, please don't be looking at the fruits, be looking at me. But, but the fruits here tell you also that God plants fruitfulness for you. So you're not living here without collecting your own in the name of Jesus. But it happens in the house of God. It happens in the house of God. My heels, my heels, showers of blessings upon my heels. Every opportunity you have to come to church, please come. Then number six, number six, very important. Be a source of showers to others. A friend of mine, a pastor here, a man I admire the most amongst us. His secret, the secret for his blessings is because he showers. One day my wife heard me praying and said, Father, make me like this pastor. And my wife was shocked. My wife knows I give. So for her to hear me saying, Lord, I want to enter the realm of this pastor, she was shocked. But I told her, don't worry. The only thing I will not give is you. I'm, I can give every other thing. But be sure that I won't give you out. Because you're already a blessing. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Until you are a person of showers, you can't receive showers. Don't be deceived. Galatians chapter 6 verse 7. Don't be deceived for God is not mocked. Whatever a man soweth, 
the same shall it reap. Are you sowing showers? Okay. As I was sitting there, the Holy Ghost spoke to me. To know where to expect showers from, check where you are showering now. <laughs> oh, yes. To know where your showers will come from next, check what you are giving out as showers. So if you are not giving out anything, what showers will you get? Showers of nothing. That's the truth. I don't want to scare you, but that's the truth. Not even God will break scriptures. Proverbs chapter 11, verse 24 to 25. He said, There is that scattered and yet increased, and there is that we told them more than his meat, but it tended to poverty. The liberal soul shall be made fat, and he that watered shall be what? Watered also himself. It's a settled issue. It started from Genesis chapter 8, verse 22. For as long as the earth remains, seed time and harvest shall not cease. So if you want to see showers, what do you do? Shower somebody. You want to see showers of clothes? Shower clothes. You want to see showers of money? Shower money. For what you give out is the only thing you are permitted to receive. You are receiving is tied to your releasing. Somebody sat here. Then one more before we close. Never stop praising and thanking God if you want to see unending showers. Psalm 67 verse 3 to 7. I have not seen a marriage that broke down where the couple were thanking God for the marriage. No. Every time they are breaking down, I ask them, do you thank God for this marriage? They will say no. So if you don't thank God for what you already have, how can it be better? Gal sorry, Psalm 67 verse 3 to 7. Let the people praise thee, O God. Let all the people praise thee. Oh, let the nations be glad and sing for joy. For thou shalt joy the people righteously and govern the nation, nations upon earth. Let the people praise thee, O God. Let all the people praise thee. Then shall the earth do what? Yield her increase. And God, even our God, shall bless us. Verse 7 together now. God shall bless us. And all the ends of the earth shall fear him. That's showers. The one that the whole earth will see. That's showers. It has to be showers. Put your hands together for the Lord. As God's servant comes to proclaim these blessings upon you, I declare concerning you that every blessing that's proclaimed over you, you will receive all of them and you will return with testimonies in the name of Jesus. But all heads bowed, all eyes closed. The first step is salvation. Until you are saved, you can't be in the house of God. God does not release showers of blessings upon his enemies. If you're in this church, and you know that you are not born again. You have never been saved. I want you to put your right hand on your chest. And secondly, if you are once saved, but you went back to the world, this God is merciful, I can tell you. I am standing by his mercy, so I can tell you about the mercy of God. This God is merciful. If you are once saved and you went back to the world, God wants you back. That's why he brought you to this service. He wants you to return to him. If you are in these two categories... You were once saved, but you went back to the world and you want to return, stand to your feet. Or you were never saved and you want to be saved, please stand to your feet. And the two categories, please start coming to the front. Start coming to the front. Quickly, quickly, wherever you are, wherever you are, I command the devil to lose his grip upon you. Come out, come out, come out. Come out, everybody. Come out. In the gallery, overflow, wherever you are, you know you are not saved. Come out. Come out. Quickly, quickly. Are you clapping for them, church? Come out from wherever you are. Come out, come out. You, you must be born again. You must be born again wherever you are. Come out. 
You were once saved, but you are no longer saved. God can restore you. Church, are you excited? Stand to your feet, church. Put your hands together as we invite God's servant. Hallelujah. You are blessed by the word. 